and we are back for week one of SEC Tavern Talk. We had some barn burner of games this past weekend. You call them barn burners? If you're Keith Jackson. If you're <laughs> Keith, there you go. It was only one. <laughs> Joining me for week one this week is, of course, my co-host, Rob McNew. What's going on, Rob? It's time, man. It's week one. We got we got the week zero nonsense out of the way. Now it's time for the real yeah. football. <laughs> I would be okay if that was just if that just went away. It wouldn't bother me at all. Uh, Wes, Wes Mewborn is here. What's going on, Wes? Roll Tide, guys. I like the week zero games. I don't care. It's football, by golly. Did That's anybody, true. It, did is, you watch it, it does resemble football. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all watch him yet? Yeah, I, I watched, you know, the first drive or two of North Northwestern and Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, and then also back by popular demand, Mr. Calvin Howard. What's going on, Calvin? Hey, hey, Calvin. hey, everybody out there. How y'all doing? I hope, hope you have having a wonderful time. Let me say this about Week Zero. I feel like Week Zero has potential. See, here's the problem. There's no big games on Week Zero. Imagine if you have a Week Zero game between two top ten teams. That would have been epic. One game, and they had it in prime time. The money, the race, everything going through the roof. Ain't nobody want to watch no uh, Northwestern versus Nebraska uh, at high noon. That, that's ghetto. Ain't nobody want to watch that. You want to watch two top ten teams going at it on prime time on week zero to kick off the season. Kyle, I don't know what's wrong with Kyle, but think about it. Brother, that would be money. Think about it. Ohio State, Notre Dame, week zero, prime time. The money, my brother, the money is going to be large. Come on. Come on, Kyle. Come get it together. Hey, I mean, that got, would make sense to have one game that they were going to like, that people would tune into and, and make some money on because, yeah, the stuff they're putting out there. And it's an excuse for people to go to Ireland and stuff. To have a game. Well, we got, I, I heard a good uh, idea to have a bunch of group of five marquee matchups, like just to give them a spotlight, like the next Boise State or Cincinnati or something like that. Get, you know, four, five, six games like that. That'd be a good week zero slate. That would be yeah. cool. We got Tennessee going uh week point five matchup this week. That's true. <laughs> not not yeah, quite week one. <laughs> play not play that play that uh amazing Thursday night game that no one cares about. <laughs> how how bad do people not have to care about you to put two SEC games going on at the same time on Thursday night? Tennessee game starts at six and the Missouri game starts at seven. <laughs> Hashtag nineteen ninety eight. Hashtag yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and what Calvin said. In other, words, in other words, nobody wants to see this crap. Yeah. That's right. And the Missouri game is on the ESPNU. That's a major diss right there. <laughs> the U. Oh, wait. That's. Uh, <laughs> that's Just put it on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Dude, yes. that would be awesome. I would love that. I love that that's actually mm. a, sh- a channel. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's great. <laughs> Uh, but see, if we put that on the nope. Ocho, then we gotta have the commentary from Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta have Cotton. We gotta. Have, it's gotta happen. That's the only Cotton. Happen a. He will not be able to see very well with that blindfold on. <laughs> the, the the B team for the broadcasting would be Joe Tessitore and Rob Riggle from Holy Moly. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. Oh man. 
All uh, right, let's just go through these these week zero games. Uh, we've got Austin P loses to Western Kentucky, thirty-eight to twenty-seven. Nobody cares. Northwestern, the the purple ends beat the red ends in Nebraska, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Be careful, be careful with them ends now. Don't be careful now. You know, <laughs> watch out. You watch out. I'm just saying. You know, don't want to get you canceled, my brother. When he no, said ends, he's talking about the ends on the helmet. That's yeah, because that's their logo. They both have yeah. ends for a logo. Yeah. That's like um, in Fayetteville, they had the Bulldogs. And then just up north in Springdale, they had the Bulldogs. So they were, Fayetteville was the Purple Dogs, and Springdale was the Red Dogs. Red Dogs and Purple Dogs, whatever. So that's what made me think of that. So then we got Idaho State, the Fighting Potatoes, lost to UNLV, the Fighting Slot machines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 52 to 21. Uh, Wyoming, the Cowboys. Yeah, we, we called this one. The fighting, yep. Brett, the fighting Burt Bielema's, uh, Illinois be, beats them 38 to 6. Uh, Utah State beats UConn 31 to 20. Florida State beats Duquesne? Duquesne. Duquesne, okay. Yeah, they play the round ball. You'll see him around, around March sometimes. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, 47-7. FAU beats Charlotte, 43-13. to North Carolina beats Florida A&M, 56-24. North Texas beats UTEP, 31-13. to Nevada beat, beats New Mexico State, 23-12. to And our very own Vanderbilt Commodores anchored down in Hawaii, I was trying to think of what the, that nickname state is. What is Hawaii? The Luau State or something? They're the Rainbow Warriors, my friend. The Rainbow Warriors, yeah. I was talking about like the state's well, nickname. Oh, yeah. They might be Rainbow, but they wasn't Warriors on Saturday night. They were. Who who Rain- called Vandy to, to, to win? That was a shock. I'm like, wait a minute. Vandy's Alabama? <laughs> they were just, I'm like, wow. Yeah. They, they put it on them. Yeah. They did. 63 to 10. Like, do you know how bad you have to be to lose to Vandy, sixty-three to ten? Look at that third quarter breakdown: thirty-five to uh, to nothing in the third quarter. <laughs> they came out at halftime hot. Oh I don't know gosh. how bad you have to be because I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> so does anybody know how bad you have to be? <laughs> Except Hawaii. I'm, Hawaii knows. <laughs> Pepper did, Farm did knows. Vanderbilt scored thirty-five <laughs> points in a game last year. I don't think <laughs> that's most a great question. No, let me see. <laughs> While you're looking that up, side note, um, I, I did check in on Nevada, New Mexico State, and in the second quarter, New Mexico State was ahead two to nothing. And I feel like that's the only points they scored in the first half. <laughs> it's like a baseball score in the bottom of the fourth or something. It was two oh, to so, nothing. So that's how they ended up with 12 points. Yep. I was thinking they kicked four uh, four field goals. But <laughs> I, checked, I checked, and they, they never scored 35. But it got close. They beat they beat UConn. They won about thirty points. If they got close, wow! All right then. So if you're a Vandy fan, you're feeling pretty good this year, and your bubble's probably going to be busted around week mm, this week. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know, man. It's Elon. That's true. I didn't know Elon Musk had a uh, football team. I thought Elon was a credit card company. Might be. Maybe he bought a credit card company, and it's the company football <laughs> team. They're going to come out and play flag football with Vandy. <laughs> I would watch. 
Actually, yeah, I probably would too. Now that you mention it. Actually, the only way I would watch Elon versus Vandy is if it was flag football. <laughs> Just because it would be fun to funny. That's fair. Uh, anyway, before we get on to these games, Calvin, you had something that you wanted to talk about with um, NCAA football. Oh, oh the, you mean my Crested Corner? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Let me tell you something. You know, this is a Christian group. And, you know, we talk about hell a lot. That's it? Well, I, we talk, we talk <laughs> Sorry. about, I'm just we kidding. Talk Sorry. about hell a lot. And I just want to say, that is a special place in hell for EA Sports. Let me tell you, for those who don't know, EA Sports literally got a college football game coming out next year, right? Everybody seems supposed to be happy. Everybody jumping for joy. Oh, we got a new college football game. But let me tell you what them Bamas did. Them Bamas announced that the game going to be on for new G. That means the PS5 and new Xbox game. I don't play Xbox, so I don't know that stuff. But it's not going to be on the Xbox One. It's not going to be on the PS4. You know what? EA Sports, that's a special place in hell for you Bamas for what y'all have done for us college football fans. We have been feeling like jealousy for a college football game for years. We have been feeling like no, I ain't gonna say that. But we have been feeding for for a football game for all these decades. The last game we had was in twenty fourteen. That that is that that's the last time we have seen this. And you mean to tell me that you're gonna have this game on the next gen? First of all, my brother, ain't nobody got no PS5. PS5 is selling short. What is wrong with y'all? Have, can't y'all read room? Well, you know what? I, mean? I forgot. Y'all can't read room because y'all sell the same old trash garbage Madden game. Y'all have been selling a good Madden game for years. The last time you had a Madden game that was good, we had a black president. But this is some fool right here. You mean to tell me that you're gonna only have the game? On the next gen, when we've been feeling for a college football game all them years, you know what? To hell with EA Sports. Hope no more bad things happen to you. I hope the same thing that happened to Emma happened to you. I hope y'all crash. Hope no bad things happen to you. Y'all haven't been right to an exclusive deal. You remind me of that son that think that's supposed to do right, but he does not do right. He do wrong. He cut corners. And EA Sports, you are terrible. You are trash. And you ain't nothing but some shit, some shitless bammers and evil tours. I cannot believe that y'all pulled this stuff. Y'all hope none of the evil things happen to y'all. Y'all can't read the rules. Y'all can understand that a lot of people got PS4s and we got Xbox One, so we don't we don't have next gen stuff. But you mean to tell me you got this game? You got this? You mean to tell me you can't put this game on on the on the, on the, uh, on the last gen? But see, see, this is the problem with PS4. They can't read the rules. They only care about money. They only care about trying to get a little TikTok dance for the, for the little crowd. They don't care. Look, they only do a good job with man. I mean, I don't know what's wrong. Man is trash, trash. But you know what? EA Sports is a trash organization. So let me just say this before I go. EA Sports, oh, nothing but evil things happen to y'all. And you know, EA Sports is an abomination. It's evil and it's wicked. And I hope, and I hope nothing but evil things happen to y'all. So, 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 so the hell with y'all doing that stuff to us. Woo, man, coming in with some fire <laughs> on, on EA Sports there, man. Wes. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, a- that's hilarious. I had to mute. I was laughing so loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you say bammers? Did you call bammers? Bammers. 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 Bammers mean bammers like like Jack. You know, bammers. Like you a bammer. You know, like. like, I'm, like I'm, I'm glad we can use bama as a as a curse word. That's awesome. That makes me happy. <laughs> they, they, they also bammers. I mean, how are you gonna sit up there and talk about having on the next gen stuff? See, this is where I don't care. This is why I can't stand EA. They can't read the room. You already, you know what? I'm tired of it. 
they gonna they gonna they gonna make me cuff and get high blood pressure and make me lose my job. I can't. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm I can't deal with y'all. I'm just hey, doing college football. Man. DA Sports, if you're listening to this, Calvin going to cut you. Hey, I'm at 99 than, Studios. Yeah. It's just better than uh, 2K's NBA games they make. Trash. At, at least NBA and innovate stuff. You be, they be having new stuff every year. They put new stuff in. EH just be like, well, you know what? We're going to just slap an uh, artist and we're going to add some rap music and we're going to do some new stuff. <laughs> Boom. Man, 23. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Well, since the season is actually officially getting started for most of us, if you're not Vandy, in the SEC or really just all around college football, uh, we want to do a quick buy-sell se- segment here. I'll go ahead and start on this one, on who I'm selling, and then we can kind of go around the room. All right. uh, I, it's no secret. Y'all, I'm selling Texas A&M. Sorry, I'm I'm selling I'm I'm selling all this hype, this whole number one recruiting class, the greatest recruiting class ever since they started keeping track. Who cares? Like, <laughs> I've seen Texas A&M grab top ten recruiting classes and finish seven and five. I've seen them. I've seen them do it year after year. Kevin Sumlin did it. He was the king of. of Getting these huge, great recruiting class, um, and eight and four turn out to eight and four. You know, like it don't matter. Like because if you can't develop the players, and and you can't keep them out of the dadgum uh, thing transfer <laughs> portal, transfer portal, it don't matter what the recruiting ranking is because you you still gonna have the same old crap. And if anybody can screw up the number one recruiting class in the history of college football, it's Texas A&M because mm-hmm. Aggie's going to Aggie. Um, so this whole, all this hype about them being they're, – they're ranked number six preseason. And they finished eight and four last year. And Dez Howard says that they're going to be in, in the college football playoff. No. <laughs> no. Ain't happening. Uh, so anyway, go, go on with, with, y'all's, with y'all's selling. <laughs> Callum, your rebuttal? Well, I can't really get mad at it because you know I'm sort of in the same boat. Um, I want to, I want I want A and M to kind of be that team, but for one, we have to understand that West gonna be tough because not only got to deal with Bama, got to deal with Arkansas. They're gonna be really good this year. Got to deal with Arkansas, Ole Miss. They always gonna bring something funny. Mississippi State, they, you know, they gonna be something funny with Mike Leach. Um, LSU, that's a complete wild card. You know what's gonna go on that team at Auburn? Well, this is not talk about Auburn, but um. <laughs> but the whole, with, with the whole SEC, it's gonna be so tough. So I don't know what they're gonna do this year. I think we, I think first that they gotta make sure that quarterback situation is right, and he, ha- and he has weapons. With Hank, he has weapons. So I, I couldn't, I, I, I can, I can, I can live. I'm not gonna fight, but I can understand. That's all right. Uh, but who, who are you selling this year, Calvin? I'm going to sell the Florida game. I don't think yeah. it's going to be that. Man, why would you have to go before me? <laughs> we agreeing on that. A, they, these guys already knew hey, that. Hey, we, we can double sell Florida. That's okay. Go ahead, Cal. Right. <laughs> I, I, I really believe Florida, they, they, had a good run, they had a good run last year, but I just, I just, I just don't know what's going on. With them. I know they got a new, they got a new quarterback, AR-15. Uh, they got a new quarterback. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. They got a new coach. I don't know how he's going to adjust to the SEC. 
So they're a little bit in limbo. I, I just can't trust them this year. It's okay. And you Georgia, can say they suck. Yeah, and Georgia's going to run rough shot. And I got some teams I think it's going to buy, but I can't tell you. <laughs> well, as as I've already said with him, and I said basically said last week without using the word sell, I'm selling Florida. I just don't see much room. They didn't have much last year. They fired their um, weirdo coach that didn't think recruiting was important, apparently, and got a guy that is not really proven other than coaching at a school no one cares about. So, you know, we'll see. But I'm selling them. Florida. Florida's success went the same direction as that shoe went when that dude threw it. <laughs> yeah. but, That's about right. Oh, they haven't been the same since. They oh, yeah. oh, they were so they were so close. They was <laughs> it was right here. They was right here. Mm-hmm. Well, they did have some momentum going into the SEC championship that year, though. Uh, I'll give but, them that. They were so close. They, they missed it by a shoe. No. Yeah, they missed exactly. It by a shoe. Uh, they were a shoe in, or a shoe, a shoe out. They were a shoe out, actually. <laughs> but, and I, I do want to uh, hit on that Desmond Howard prediction, but we'll save that for later because I had a whole mess, whole mess of uh, problems with that. But uh, we'll save that for later. Um, Wes, what you got? Man, how much can I sell? Because cause y'all went one apiece, and I I got so much. I'll start since y'all went with Florida. I'm selling the whole East, right? I think Georgia's going to miss the playoffs. I think maybe South, uh, South Carolina will be the lone bright spot for a team that exceeds expectations or does better than they did last year. I think every other team in the East, mm-hmm. except Florida, because I don't know how, or, or Vandy, because I don't know how much worse you can get. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe South Carolina and Vandy are going to be the, the, the teams that do better than last year. But I'm going to sell the whole East. Y'all can take it. I'm going to sell, while we're at it, I'm going outside the SEC, and I'm selling these conference lame ducks like Oklahoma and Texas, sticking around the Big 12 for a few more years. <laughs> USC, UCLA uh, heading out to uh, the Big 10. I think they're going to get – all four of them are going to get their tails beat. Neither one of them are going to do anything of note in the conference. Uh, and while we're at it, Dagum, Krusty Corner was about EA. I'm selling ESPN as a whole because oh, yeah. you got you got the Big Ten uh, jumping over with that multi-billion-dollar TV deal with Fox. CBS is expanding their coverage of college football by getting in on that deal, and you got Fox expanding their coverage uh, along with that, along with Game Day, which was like the the show in college football, has been steadily declining. Um, I, I'd like to see. Corso go out on a high note, but I think the show as a whole is just a sinking ship. And yeah. college football final, I don't think it's been good in, since I think when Reese Davis was on it. And yeah. I think yeah. really since he came to the uh, to the game day show proper, the final has has gotten worse. So I think I got, all of ESPN's college football programming is just going down the tube. I got one more thing. thing. Off of so I told you I was selling everything. No, 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 no. I'm selling that new chick that Game Day just hired. That's completely useless. For, that's a Peloton instructor. I'm instructor. I'm selling her because what the heck? Like she's gonna ride her bike to work every day. <laughs> like apparently, I don't know. I mean, like, and, and I, I hate to say, like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, they're not getting eye candy on there. 
she's not attractive. So like, what what is the appeal? <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say it as it is. Like, it's all good. That girl is not attractive. So I, if you if you're gonna get someone unqualified to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I get it. You, you gotta have some reason to have her on there. Oh, we got it, Kyle. My, my point exactly. <laughs> like, what what are they doing? It just but, it makes no will, sense. Uh, That's not gonna help your rating. So I agree with you. I'll sell game day too at that point because at this point the only thing good left on it because Corso is going downhill. Like he's he's declining health wise, and I'm not making a joke out of that. He honestly is sad. But then you've got you've got Herbie and you've got Pollock. Beyond that, it's a dumpster fire of a ship. Yeah, they're the only two I mean, that are still. What's that? I was just gonna say. I mean, let's let let's be let's be nice because we they all the female uh, broadcasters can't be like the amazingly beautiful Laura Rutledge, <laughs> or or what Erin Andrews was. She's still attractive, yeah. but I just mean like she's not as she's not doing as much as she used to. Well, and those girls know their stuff too. Is the thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't, I don't have anything against a woman being on the show. But get someone that knows what they're talking about. She mm-hmm. she said she's getting back to her roots because she once cared about football. I'm like that doesn't impress me. Like back to her roots, even... like what brunette? Yeah. Sorry. She was apparently once into football, but that doesn't that doesn't make you qualified to talk about Ooh, it. Did you? As an expert. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, you don't in here, man. I was not prepared for that. But I want to say, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, actually, ESPN is going to get exclusive rights to the SEC. SEC is going to move to ESPN. So, and I will say this: I think Fox Sports is becoming better. Even when you look at their, even when you look at their pregame show, they bring more energy. It's, it's I feel like it's more energy with Fox. Cause you got you know you got you got Reggie Bush, Matt Lyon, but it feels like it's more energy towards them. And also when you add Gus Johnson, you know he he probably the best oh, play yeah. play guy. All I'm saying is this: don't let Fox get the national championship and all them all them playoff games. Because if they do, the game's over. Because I'm gonna tell you like this: I really enjoy Fox covering the national championship game back in the day. I know a lot of people did not like mm-hmm. it, but I, I really enjoy Fox how they how they did it. And then they and then ESPN took it away. But if Fox get that national championship, oh, it's gonna be over. Oh yeah. Outside so ESPN, of the postseason, ESPN will still cover uh, the cornhole championship, though. <laughs> and the pick the wiggly bowl. Calvin, I think you're onto something. Outside of the postseason, specifically the playoffs, the the calls that I remember most over the last probably five, six, seven years have been Gus Johnson calls. Like uh, Baylor, when RG3 upset Oklahoma, you had uh, Michigan-Notre Dame uh, at night. You those big games, and Gus Johnson's the one calling them. Like, he is becoming, if they're not quite there, but he's getting close to being the voice of college football. And I think, yeah, you yeah. put him on a national championship team, it's over. And and mm-hmm. also, and I also feel like ESPN don't do a good job of picking their channel. So let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I believe Joe Tessitore is absolutely the best play-by-play guy oh, yeah. on ESPN. The way he, he sets the game up, the way he he way he engages, way he brings you into a game, that is some elite level stuff. But instead, they got him covering Piggly Wiggly Bowl games. Instead, got you know 
got uh, the who that dude day. I can't remember the he he he, uh, he called game with Curb uh, Herb Street. Um, Craig, Craig Fowler, his boy behind. He's too boring. Chris Fowler, yeah. He's too boring. He's too boring, and then he just does not there. It looks like Joe Tinsel should be the lead guy because he brings it, and it's like yeah. Joe Tess is the most talented guy on ESPN. Like it's ridiculous that he doesn't get better games. Uh, All of those iconic uh, Gus Johnson calls, his play-by-play guy is Dagum Joe Tessitore. Mm -hmm. Those two together are a rock star combination. Oh yeah, and I really do enjoy Joe Clatt with uh, with Gus Johnson. They, they, I, I feel like they got good symmetry with each other. And, you know, it's like a big, like, like he'll have a big play, then you hear Joe Clatt's voice. And it goes well together. It goes well together. Gotcha. All right, so let's move on to uh, what we're buying. And I'll tell you what I'm buying. Uh-oh. I'm buying Vandy playing at 930 at night. Because apparently they win when they play that late. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. No, no, no. I'm really going to have to let that go because. Bam will be ready at nine thirty. Yeah, but we don't play at nine thirty on the <laughs> in Central Time though. <laughs> That's the only game they will play at nine thirty. So Bandy's just gonna move to Hawaii and play all their games there. <laughs> you know, you know that would feel like a that would feel like a Death Island or something. Like it would remind me like by Mortal Kombat, like you walking in there and Alabama's like a uh, Shang Song. It's like your soul is mine. They beat everybody about forty points on that deal, Calvin. Uh, Calvin, who you who you buying? Okay, this is gonna sound crazy, but hear me out. I am buying the Tennessee Volunteers. Ooh, child, I'm gonna have to mute. That- I feel like they're. I, I, I think I think they got some going. I think they can win nine. For ten games this year, um, I really believe that they can do it. They got a quarterback, and, and you look at it, they they had some key big wins, and you know they kind of got the ball rolling. I'm thinking that they can win nine to ten games this year. I think I, I think they'll beat Florida, and I think you know well they're not going to beat Georgia. Georgia's going to jump them, but we already we already have established that. So I'm thinking Tennessee can shock some people. I'm buying it for the low. You know, win nine or ten games. You're talking about basketball, right? No, no. I'm talking about football, my brother. I'm talking about racket time. Uh, no, I'm kidding, man. Um, none of us on here like Tennessee, so we, we had to mute and just let you talk. I don't, I don't hate Tennessee. It's just that orange color too annoying. It's like inside of a pumpkin. Yeah, and I hate pumpkin. Like <laughs> they they always kind of remind me of them of them of them, of them construction sites that piss me off because I live in Houston. I see them all the time. I, it's like nightmares. Oh! Uh huh. Yep. Um, throw up orange. Uh, <laughs> they My thing is, I don't know where they're going to get ten wins from because they've got a they've got a tough schedule. I think uh, they've got Pitt. And um, Bama, Bama, obviously, and I don't think they'll be, yeah, in Georgia and Kentucky. I, I think, I think Kentucky. Well, it's the, it's at home against Kentucky, so they might win that. Well, first though, they're gonna have to muster up some wins. Hey, and they have to play. Ooh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 
and they have to play in Death Valley too. So it's it's not. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to get those ten wins from, but they could. I mean, who knows? I don't. They do have a good quarterback. I will say that, but their defense is atrocious. It was last year, and I don't. I mean, it might be a little bit better this year, but oof, ten wins—that's elite to be. Tell uh, their uh, fans to bring enough golf balls and clubs. Maybe <laughs> if they maybe if they swing enough golf balls out of the field, then it'll knock out the other team. They can win. But here's the thing. Let's just go ahead and do it. Since we don't like Tennessee fans, hey Tennessee, you are going to win ten games this year. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all let y'all hear that. So get your expectations high. All right. Uh, moving on <laughs> to Rob. Who are you buying this year? Um, JV, you're gonna know by this phrase. Yes, sir. I'm taking oh. the hogs. Um. No, I don't think they're going to win the West, but I'm buying them in the sense that I think that they're they have a strong chance of winning nine, ten games this year mm-hmm. if things go well. Um, and I mean, like I said last week, I think I said this last week or on one of the shows that uh, a lot of their games last year, like uh, the games that they lost, except for the Georgia game were, um, you know, a player two here and they win the game. So mm-hmm. yep. that, that to me, shows the type of team that they got and they've got so much coming back, plus they transfer portal, transfer portal to up. And um, that's all I can talk about transforms here. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that they're, What's his name? Tied in from Alabama, and a couple other players that I think are going to contribute. So agreed. I'm 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 buying them, and I think they're going to be they're going to shock some teams this year. Yeah, and before West goes, I'll just go ahead and tell you that I'm that actually I'll I'll go ahead and let West go because um I have a feeling he might be saying something similar to what I'm going to say. So go ahead. Yeah. I, I'm glad Rob teed me up. Um, he, he joked about it in, in the pre-show uh, text chat, but the, the U of A I'm buying is Arkansas, but not just to make a run. Um, I think they got a good shot to go 11-1. and one. And mm. I'm thinking Georgia drops a game during the regular season. It's super hard to repeat, and I don't think they make it out of the regular season undefeated. And I think they lose in the SEC championship coming out of the East. So a two-loss SEC runner-up versus an 11-1 and Arkansas with their lone loss being to Alabama. I think Arkansas, starting at 19 in the rankings, sneaks into the top four. Oh, man. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> JB. Don't get JB too excited. I know. I'm just saying, look, look, look at the schedule. Right. I mean, they got Cincinnati, which is a very winnable game. Mm-hmm. They got uh, South Carolina, Missouri State at home. And then they go to Texas A&M in the revenge game. I think they still got it against Texas A&M. But I think having to turn around in a, in a week and play Alabama, even though it's in Fayetteville, I think that's where they're going to slip up. But the rest of the way. Mississippi State, BYU, Auburn, Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss, Missouri. 
I think all of those are winnable. They don't have to go to Death Valley. Um, they don't have to go to the Grove, right? Their, their road games, the, the hardest ones are at BYU and Auburn in consecutive weeks, or actually with, with a week in between. So I think mm-hmm. they've got a great, great schedule and with the returning uh, talent that they have. And I'll just be honest, cards on the table. I love Coach Pittman in Arkansas for the same reason I love college football. It's a great story, and I would love to see this kind of story play out over the season. I think that would make the postseason, even if it's Alabama and Arkansas, two SEC teams again, I think the story of Arkansas would overshadow the SEC dominance and provide something that college football fans as a whole can really rally around and give people an SEC team they can actually root for. In the <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, and obviously I'm, I'm a homer, but I, I feel like Pittman is the kind of guy that I would think anybody could get a, could rally around, uh, whether you're SEC, you know, no matter where you are uh, in, in the country, you cannot root against Sam Pittman. Like mm-hmm. he's just, he's a dude, man. And, and th- this is the story where you're talking about. He wanted to come to, this is his dream to coach Arkansas. Like, and, and, his first head coaching job, he gets the Arkansas Razorbacks. It's just, it would be a beautiful chef's kiss for him because this is where he's going to end his career. So if that were to happen, if not this year, if it happens Mm -hmm. in his tenure, it would just be that obviously it'd be sweet for me because I'm a Razorback fan, but it would be just extra cool to see it happen to him because I would much rather see it happen to him than somebody like Petrino. Or <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Uh, what I was going to say is I'm, I'm buying both of the Mississippi schools this year. <laughs> I'm buying the egg bowl. Actually, I'm, bu- I'm buying the egg bowl every year that those two coaches are there because they just bring so much life to the, to the conference. So much, so much craziness. Um, but but back to Arkansas, I feel like they could be like the Wisconsin of the South, in a way. If they can create, they could create a program where they could, you know, focus on running the ball, playing great defense. And I think the difference between Wisconsin and Arkansas is that they can get them actually from the South, because if they can, you know, continue to be like their second best team, they might be able to post out in Louisiana. I'm just saying they can, we might be out to be, you know, sneak a little backwards when we can pick a couple little players up and boom, you know, you could. So I think I think they could be a better version of the Wisconsin of the South. So there you have it, guys. Uh, Three fourths of us are are buying Arkansas, but you know what? Um, I couldn't use it as my segment because I've been an Arkansas fan my whole life, and my life has been full of disappointments. So I, I'm just I'm in I'm always in the wait and see mode every single year. So like, yeah, I, I can't help see. but say also that this reminds me of. Uh, um, last year when I called Florida to be like an SEC East darling, and they completely flamed out. Oh, I hope I don't bring that same energy to your Razorbacks this year. I was just thinking it reminds me of when we we won eleven games and we had this great team coming back, and our coach uh takes it into the ditch literally takes takes our chances into the ditch with his uh, motorcycle and his you know neck brace 20, 20 year old girlfriend so 
Anyway, 20-year-old girlfriend. She's like my age because my wife had a class with her. <laughs> but anywho, um, I guess we can move on to picks this week. All right, and uh, I know we've got some games. Does anybody have any good games this week other than us? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna get myself out the way. Uh, I'm gonna get myself out for two weeks. We got uh we got Appalachian State and Sam Houston for them two weeks. Ain't worried about it. We gonna win the two. We gonna win the two. Uh, now once we play Miami, that's when the real season starts. That's when fireworks begin. So you know, like I said, you know, uh, I, I just wanna come out first and say we gonna win them two games. Two we 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 get two of them. Go go. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, G- Georgia's got Oregon. Or- Oregon. Yeah, that's supposedly a good game, but I mean, seventeen point spread, seventeen and a half point spread. Yeah, I, I would, I'd give. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, as far as that goes. But I don't think that game's going to be good at all, really. Um. Yeah, there's like nothing. Arkansas and Cincinnati, that's, that game's at home. Should be the game of the week. It is the 2.30 games. So that's that that spot. When it used to be the CBS game. But, you know, <laughs> we're not going to go there. That's another that's some, uh, another another sell segment we could do later. Uh, but I guess we just move on to picks this week. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday night games that are playing at the same time. Uh, the uh, starting at 6 p.m. We've got Tennessee playing a home game against the Fighting Cardinals. I think they are from Ball State. Are they Cardinals? Because their mascot sure yeah. looks like one. Ball yeah. State Cardinals. Yeah. Does it matter? Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Does it no. matter what they are? No one cares. Yeah. They're just fighting, here for the free airtime. The fighting <laughs> and the money. The fighting s- Sphere State. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, is everybody picking Tennessee in this game? Yes, I'm picking them. Are they Can covering just... the? Are they going to cover the 34 point spread? 34 and a half. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'd sooner watch the game cast of Alabama A and M at UAB than Tennessee Ball State live. But yeah, Tennessee is going to win. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna say that they're not gonna make the spread for whatever I, reason. I, I, I could have called that one. I knew that was coming. That dumpster uh-huh. fire of a program. <laughs> uh, and then we've Walker, got uh, garbage truck workers <laughs> convention. That's right. And then we've got the team that doesn't belong in the SEC. Missouri takes on Louisiana Tech. Uh, Mizzou is a 19 and a half point favorite at home against La Tech. Uh, Rob, who you got? We'll do I'll take, huh? Huh? Go ahead. I'll take Missouri to win. Ooh. I'm going to say they don't cover though. Ooh. Uh, Wes, what about you? I think Missouri is going to lose this game. Ooh, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with Wes. Spicy. Yeah. That's you're a not, spicy you're ball. You're not yeah, drinking but... the you're not drinking the drink. Kool-Aid. <laughs> no. No. I, La Tech's one of those <laughs> sneaky group of five teams too. They'll just come out every now and again. 
yeah. and, and do something. And Missouri's just not a good team. <laughs> and they're they're they are like um hated hate to uh, do it to you, um J B but like Arkansas some years ago when they lost to what, San Diego State or, or North North Dakota State not San Diego, North Dakota North State. North Texas. Yeah, they lost so I mean, just like right off at the beginning, there's just you know, um Mike Leach's Washington State team could do this too. L- lose to a team they got no business losing to, uh, because of the team they are. And I just think Missouri's in that spot and I think they get caught. Well, listen, Law Tech is no joke, man. They're not like, mm-hmm. I mean, same. They're not a great team or anything by any means, but they're not a joke. Like they, they have some decent teams from here, here and there. Yeah, that same year that we lost to North Texas, we also beat Law Tech by one point at home. Nice. <laughs> that was that was rough. <laughs> I think I was that same year. No, 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 no. La Tech was uh, when Bielema was there. And yeah. North Texas was under that idiot. Um, Before Chad, that. whatever his name was. Oh, Morris. Morris, yeah. 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 <laughs> or uh, as I call him, um, I think I, I, I made a meme not too long ago, and it was Joel Osteen. And I said, I'm going to tell my kids this was Chad Morris. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All those promises that didn't come true. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so Calvin, you picking uh, Missouri to, to lose to? Yes, I say they lose by seven. Oh man, okay, that sounds about right. Uh, man, I think Missouri takes care of business. I'm, I'm gonna give it to him. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it to little brother. I can call him that now that we actually won two games in a row against him. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's move on to Saturday games. Um, none of us are picking against Texas A&M against Sam Houston, and there's not a spread, so we, we can't pick against that either. So uh, let's go to Fayetteville for Cincinnati versus Arkansas at 2.30. Um, Rob, who you got? Arkansas is a six-point favorite at home. Yeah, I'll take Arkansas with the points. I think, um, as I said, I'm high on Arkansas this year. But I also think uh, Ritterless Cincinnati is going to be uh, hurting. I I think they'll still be a decent team this year. But without Ritter and their – Highly touted. Uh, didn't they lose a DB that was like first couple rounds or whatever? Uh, yep. Yeah. I think without those two guys, they're going to lose a lot of um, star power, if you will. <clears throat> and uh, like I said, I think they'll still be a decent team, but maybe even probably finish a top 25 team, but nowhere near top of the country and I think Arkansas takes care of business as a spread. Cool beans. Wes, who you got? Yeah, give me Arkansas uh by double digits, uh for the same reasons. I think um Cincinnati's just lost a lot. Uh that they've still got uh some some name recognition from being uh, you know a season removed from the playoffs. But uh losing too much talent on both sides of the ball. 
I just think it, it's going to take some time for them to gel back into a, a, a solid team. And that first game is, is a great statement opportunity for the Razorbacks. Gotcha, Calvin. Who you got? What, what game? Arkansas versus Cincinnati. I got Arkansas winning by thirteen. I think that I think this like like what said it'd be a statement game. I think they were by thirteen. Cincinnati's gonna have to uh, figure out where that quarterback situation. And um, like I said, I think I think they were by thirteen. And I'm going with the majority here. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, give me the Hogs, Woo Pig, all the way. And yeah, I'll take the points. I, I'll say uh, yeah, I think we will win by double digits. Uh, Rob, your Georgia Bulldogs are playing the Oregon Ducks at home. Is it at home? No, it's it, in, it's it's in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. Okay, it's effectively home. Yeah, <laughs> it's a home game. Come on, <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, Rob, it, do you think y'all cover the seventeen and a half point spread? The seventeen and a half. Yeah, I think we do. Um. I I'm actually really looking forward to Lanning as the head coach of Oregon, not because I care anything about Oregon, just because uh, I want to see Dan Lanning succeed as a head coach. But he's starting another one. Like your first, it's got to suck to know you accepted a job at a Power Five school, and your first game was already scheduled. Against the defending national champion, like that's just a rough start. Like, I mean, I'm not saying Georgia's good as they were last year, obviously, yeah. but I'm just saying like that's gotta suck mentally going into it, knowing that they have a lot more depth than you do. Um, and so they got questions at quarterback. I think still <clears throat> when when you're starting, to, we're trying to figure out if Bo Nix is going to be your starter or not. I, I'm a little worried about you. Uh, yeah, Bo Nix. So, you might, yeah. well, might as well throw that season away. <laughs> well, I don't know that he's starting. I think, is it Ty Thompson now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. I think he's actually going to – I don't think they've officially named, but everything I've been hearing sounds like he's actually going to start. Like, Bo Nix isn't going to play, or at least not to begin with. So, but – I don't know. I think they're still trying to figure everything out. Calvin? I got Georgia winning by 13. I think Oregon is going to try to put up a good fight. I think they'll win by 13. Okay. Wes? Not so fast, my friends. I know it's Uh-oh. probably not, not the best pick in the world, but Dan Lanning's got some experience with the Bulldogs. He knows how they operate. He's been there, what, the last two, three years uh, watching them go. And Oregon's not a bad team. I mean, they uh, they went, what, 10-3, and 10-4, and four, or 11-3, and three, something like that, contended for the Pac-12 title. Uh, last year, second week of the season, went to the horseshoe and beat Ohio State. So I think uh, they've got some solid pieces. I think this would be a, a statement win. This is the game, actually, I think that Georgia drops uh, coming into this season. Uh, so I, g- give me uh, Oregon to pull the upset by a field goal. Yeah, just just to note, that was Ohio State's defense more than anything last year. But 
which I'm still selling their defense. Final score is the final score, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to pull a Johnny Manziel. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you said that's the, the game that they're going to drop. I mean, well, they're dang sure not going to drop it in their regular season schedule because, I mean, they're, they're, they've got Auburn and Mississippi State as they're not – as they're West That's team. West, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, you mean I mean, they're, they're going to drop it to Tennessee? Schedule? Kentucky, yeah. maybe. They're playing at Kentucky. I mean, they – yeah, I don't see them dropping any any of their regular season. I said regular season. Yeah, you know what, <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> the, the rest of the way. This is the preseason. This, this is, is like the yeah. exhibition jamboree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The rest of the season, excuse me, for and they could drop it to Sanford, you know, because they put Sanford almost beat uh, Florida State a couple of years ago. So that's right. Hey, <laughs> don't mess with those lower tier Alabama teams like Auburn. <laughs> uh, I think Sanford would beat uh, Auburn this year. Moving on to, uh, yeah, I got Georgia, and I think I don't think they cover the spread. So, yeah, but I think they still win. I'm I'm not a believer in Oregon just yet. They've got to prove it to me before I can get there. So, speaking of uh, lower lower level Alabama teams, Troy is going to the Grove to play Ole Miss, number twenty one, and Ole Miss is a twenty one and a half point favorite. Rob, who you got? I'll take Ole Miss with the points. Um, I don't think that. There's no disrespect to Troy. Um, I don't think that Ole Miss will absolutely destroy them, but I, I, I do think they're going to spread. Um, I just think Lane Giffen's offense is going to do enough to cover that spread. Wes, who, who, who you got in your backyard team? Oh, man, I, I want to be a homer so bad, but Troy just hasn't really been – the uh, the thorn in the side of a D1 team since Blakeney left. You know, they they did upset LSU uh, several years ago, but I I just don't see it. Um, I, and I think Ole Miss not only wins, but they, they win with the points too. I, I think this is just a, a, a gimme practice game for, for the Rebels. Man, y'all remember when Troy had some good teams, though, back in the day? Like when they upset LSU? Yeah, like you, exactly, like when they upset LSU. That was... Part oh, yeah. of the day that I was talking about. <laughs> Calvin, who you got in this game? I got Ole Miss win by 28. Gotcha. Yeah, it's Lane Kiffin, and I told you I'm a believer in Kiffin, and I I don't see them losing, and I think they cover the spread. This is not the Troy of yesteryear. This is the Troy of this year. And they ain't got what it takes to play Ole Miss at the Grove. So give me the points. Give me give me the Rebels because uh, they are still the Rebels, <laughs> which is Rebel Black Bears. Rebel Black Bears. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm just glad they're not Land Sharks anymore because that was so dumb. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, number seven, Utah takes on Florida in Gainesville. And they've got Utah as a three-point favorite. That's giving Florida a lot of credit. 
uh, to be playing in the swap against a number a top ten team. Ooh, Rob, Vegas he, knows uh, Spurrier's not in Gainesville anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, Rob. Keep going. <laughs> I'll take Utah by at least ten points. Yeah, Wes. Same. G- give me Utah by double digits. Yeah. Khaled. I got Utah winning. I want to say Florida because the ACC talent, but nah, I don't trust Florida. I'm going with Utah. By SEC oh. talent. With, oh, sorry. thought you were done. Florida reminds me of that pretty girl that, you know, you would think that she knows what she's doing, but she ends up pregnant with the uh, loser dude who drives the charger <laughs> in a neighborhood. <laughs> Oh, and then, and then she Woo. turns to be a CNA nurse. No, no, I, I can't trust. I can't trust. <laughs> that took a huge turn. <laughs> Ask around; they'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Florida hasn't recruited SEC talent in several years, so um, I'm going Utah and double digits win. In the swamp, and the the fighting uh, didn't uh, Urban Meyer coach at Utah once upon a time? Yeah, yeah. He came he came from Florida from Utah. That's right. They were the yeah. first BCS busters. That's right. So this is the, oh, the Urban Meyer Bowl is what this is. Okay, yeah. Give me give me Utah to come in to, to stomp on the Gators a little bit, which would be funny. Now that you All mention right. it. Do you, any any uh, idea if that game's going to be on Fox? So Urban Meyer might actually call that game. <sighs> oh, it's, it's on you. It's on ESPN. Yeah. That, oh, would okay. be, that would be funny though. All right, uh, we got Miami, Ohio, the other the 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 northern mid or midwestern Miami versus the Kentucky Wildcats, and Kentucky is a seventeen point favorite. Rob, are you taking your secondary team in this game? Kentucky with the points is Miami, Ohio. That what? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Just, just go on to the next person. This is stupid. all right. Go on, Wes. Who you got? <laughs> Rob just short circuited. That's the funniest thing all night. Uh, yeah, give me Kentucky with the points. It's it's not even going to be close. <laughs> Calvin, I got Kentucky winning. Um, I got, yeah, they they gonna cover. Yeah. Like Rob said, it's Miami, Ohio. Give me Kentucky. Give me the points. Will Levis. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take him all day. Uh, and then we got okay. Sorry, do we have to even pick the Mercer versus Auburn game? Because if Auburn only wins one game this year, it's going to be this one. Um. So, quick funny thing about that, I would yeah. say so, but I got tickets. You know, so close to Auburn. A few years ago, a buddy was like, hey, free tickets to the Auburn game, all Mercer game. You want to go? I was like, free football. So I went. That's the year they almost lost to Mercer. <laughs> and the whole time, I'm just dying laughing. And all the fans are just pissed. And I'm just like, this is entertaining. Because <laughs> they almost lost. So, mm. But there's no spread, so. I just thought that was yeah. Funny. Hmm. Speaking of Auburn, 
they get to play Penn State at home this year, that's going to be disappointing for Auburn fans, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Mercer only lost three games last year. One was to Alabama. One was to VMI, which I think they make computer chips. I don't know what they do. And East Tennessee State. So, yeah, Auburn. VMI? Yeah. Sounds like an STD. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the VMI so. of Florida. They're the key debts. So there's no point. I think we all pick Alabama to cover the spread, right? There's no point in picking that. Auburn, yeah. Pick Auburn to cover the the non spread. Well, I said um, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Alabama, Utah State. I don't know, man. A forty-one point spread. That's a lot. Saban likes to uh, likes to beat up on the non conference teams that are Power Five to start off the the season. For some reason, he he hasn't been the same had the same level of viciousness for the Utah States and the Kent States and the Mercers of the world. Uh, yeah, like last year, like, I, I know. know. Well, I mean, okay, all right. It's it's your call. I think we're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I see what you're saying, Wes. Because you know, a few years ago, they when they played Florida State, they just put a stomped a mud hole in them, yep. and because it was Florida State, and they wanted to be ready for them, and they ended up, you know, injuring their quarterback for the rest of the season, <laughs> um, and then so. But they don't get up for games like this, and so I, I don't. I would not be surprised if they did not cover the spread. So, I'll I'll take the points on Utah State. Yeah. Which which game? Which game? Uh, Alabama versus Utah. Uh, forty-one. Uh, Alabama's a forty-one Utah point. State. Utah State. Excuse me. Utah State. Yeah, not well, Utah. Know, well, you know Utah State got a good team coming in. No, I'm going with Alabama. Um, I don't think they'll they'll cover spread because I think the spread like that's too big, like forty one points. That's too big. I I think they'll beat them by twenty eight. Yeah, and I think Utah State had a decent season last year, if I'm not mistaken. That's awesome. Might look that up. I mean, they they did all right, if I remember correctly. But uh, looking at them. Uh, yeah, they won 11 games after the bowl. Uh, but looking at uh, the stats from UConn last night, UConn got almost 250 yards rushing on them. Yeah. And the strength of Alabama's offense right now is their running uh, running back team. So yeah. I, I expect a heavy dose. But it's precisely because the strength of running that I don't see such a big difference. I think it's going to be like Bama 41 – Utah State six or maybe ten, maybe they score a touchdown on the on the two, but uh, it's going to be in the thirties. I think is the spread. Yeah, it's hard to run up the score when your running game is working so well. Like, yep. yeah, I, I get that. Uh, yeah, I'll, now let's move on to the next game: Elon versus Vanderbilt. Or is anybody picking Elon in this game? There's not even a spread, so not not after what Vanderbilt did yesterday. Yeah, not after yeah. Vanderbilt taking care of the. The Rainbow Warriors. <laughs> All right. So, next game we've got Georgia State versus South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina is a 12-point favorite at home. Uh, Rob, this is your back door. Who you got? Uh, that's in Atlanta, isn't it? Georgia State's in Atlanta, right? Oh, Georgia State is, yeah. 
Yeah. The game's yeah, in Columbia. It's in Columbia, yeah. yeah. I'll take Carolina with the points. As I said, I think Beamer's going to surprise people this year. Um, not yeah. that that would be a surprising win, but I just mean like he's going to surprise the world with South Carolina being better than what people think the team. So I'll take them with the points. Did Georgia State beat Tennessee last year? I think so. <laughs> Was it last year? Yeah, because we were talking about how Georgia Southern beat Florida a couple of uh, years uh, before that. Like the Was those it? little. Was that last year or two years ago? It might have been two years ago. I think it was 2020. No, it wouldn't have been 2020. Yeah, because they didn't play any any non-conference game. Uh, Wes, who you got? Or are you, yeah. (laughs) South Carolina covered the spread in this game. I think so. I I think South Carolina is going to surprise people primarily because uh, the next two games after this are at Arkansas and versus Georgia. Uh, I think they they win pretty handily this week, and then they kind of fall off the map after dropping two in a row, and then we'll see them start to float back up later on in the season as a, as a surprise team. Cool, Calvin. I got South Carolina winning. I think they'll cover. Yeah, I'm gonna go with consensus too. I, I'm I'm kind of big. I've been big on Shane Beamer, just like y'all too, man. I think I think they will turn some heads this year and end up in a bowl game. Um, so I guess the last game would be oh, the the Mississippi yeah, State versus uh, Memphis. Yeah, and, huh? Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. We have that Sunday game. <laughs> anyway, uh, so State is a 15-point favorite at home. Rob, who you got? I really hate picking. Why do why do SEC schools have to schedule Memphis? I hate picking those games. I never know how <laughs> Memphis is going to be. Like, yeah. I still will say Mississippi State wins and covers just with that leech offense, but I don't think they're going to like blow them out. Yeah, Wes, who you got? Uh. It's a revenge game. Last year, Memphis hosted the Bulldogs and, and beat them by a couple of points. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really have the best uh, season in the world either, so they weren't the best team. I think Mississippi State pulls it out, but not with the spread. Calvin? I, I'm going with Mississippi, and I don't think they'll cover. I think, I think it'll be a shootout, close game. All right. As much as I want to be a homer and pick, Memphis, I did grow up right outside of there, uh, and I've always cheered for their programs. Uh, but man, I I don't see them coming into Starkville and doing anything against Mississippi State this year. It's a, like you said, it's a revenge game. It's Mike Leach, um, and their defense is actually pretty strong. So with with uh, Mike Leach's offense and and a decent defense, yeah, I think they they cover the spread on this pretty good. Um, Especially, like I said, there's they got the revenge thing going for them. And I'll say last but not least, but yeah, it might be the least. <laughs> We've got Florida State going to Death Valley. And, and this is on a Sunday night. So, and LSU is a three-point favorite at home. This game is on ABC. Rob... What are your thoughts? 
my thoughts are that this game is going to suck because both <laughs> teams suck, but LSU sucks less. So I'm going to take LSU. <laughs> and it's a three point spread, which it's, it's neutral site, but it's in Louisiana. So that's essentially a home. So I'm giving them the nod of the three point spread. It's at all state uh, or whatever. Uh, it's in the Superdome. Superdome, yeah. Oh, okay. Nolens. Basically, LSU home game. Right. Yeah. Oh, and they're yeah. a three-point mm-hmm. favorite. So that's like giving the home team the, the favorite by default yeah. of being the home team. So I'll give right. yeah. the spread to them. Wes? I don't think it's going to be close. Um, I think uh, lo- looking at – one of the things I hear a lot from coaches is the improvement uh, that is made between weeks one and two. You see what your team does after the long off season and you see what they're capable of in a week's transition. Um, scrapping the 2020 season, Mike Norvell's first at Florida state last year, week one was that narrow home loss in overtime to Notre Dame followed up by losing to Jacksonville state at home. <laughs> yeah. Each of his uh, first two seasons, their teams got worse from week one to week two. Uh, winning against Duquesne's uh, basketball team was great last week, but I think they're going to get stomped by LSU. I think it's going to be double digit, maybe three, three touchdowns. All right. Uh, Calvin, how about you? I, I don't think that uh, I don't think it's gonna be a, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna be a, a blowout, but I think I'm going with LSU winning sixteen to thirteen. It's gonna be one of them ugly games. It's gonna be one of them ooh ugly games. It's gonna be one of them <sighs> games, you know. Gotcha, um, man. I I'm not big on LSU this year, but I think they're gonna be probably mediocre in the SEC, which means. Um, they will destroy Florida State because Florida State sucks. Um, no, I I do think they win. It's pretty much a home game for them. I think they win by probably at least two touchdowns. Um, so yeah, I, I have no confidence in Florida State. Uh, let's go ahead and pick the quote unquote top five matchup for the week. Um, I say that you know, last week we I made it very clear that Notre Dame has no business sniffing the top five or even the top ten or even the top fifteen for that matter this season. I, I blame the Vatican for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they do this all the time. Ain't no way. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I <laughs> ain't no ain't no way. Notre Dame should be a top five team after what we've seen for the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean they've they've won ten games year after year, but they have a brand new coach, never even been a head coach before, and I just, uh, yeah, they, they love Notre Dame for some reason, huh? And there's hype around the coach for some reason, even though he hasn't done anything. Yeah, you might as well have hype around Harson or somebody, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rob, who you got? I'm taking Ohio State. Um, 17 and a half point spread. Who you... 
that's a tough one because I'm selling Ohio State's entire defense, but <laughs> I still think it's enough to cover. Yeah. I'll say Ohio State by 14. Mm-hmm. I don't think they cover the spread. I don't think Notre right. Dame is that bad. Like <laughs> they're bad, but <laughs> they're they're overrated, but they're not. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they were the like, week. if they were skirting the top twenty-five, like you know, sitting there at twenty-three, twenty-four, I wouldn't say a thing about it. But number five, sorry, no, no, <laughs> West ain't no way. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Marcus Freeman. Uh, generally, I mean, he hasn't been a head coach before, uh, like you said, but um, he's one of those guys that I'd like to see do well. Um, I don't. I don't want him to. See, I don't want to see him do well at Notre Dame, <laughs> but um, I think he will be good eventually. But week one, I think Ohio State's got a lot to prove after missing the playoff last year, losing to Michigan for the first time in freaking forever, like a decade almost. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, and and they've been a mainstay in the college football playoff precisely because in big games like this, they they bring it. And last year they lost Michigan and Oregon. I think this year they turn it around. They they start the season off with a bang, and uh, with, with the points as well. Okay, Calvin, what about you? I'm, I'm gonna say a couple of things. For one, I really like this matchup because Ohio State is gonna finally expose Notre Dame, and we're not gonna see Notre Dame in the playoffs at all. Yes. I really believe that this is gonna be a statement game for Ohio State because they're angry. They got, they literally got embarrassed last year. And I feel like mm-hmm. this is going to be the statement game. And I think Ohio State wins. Not only do they win, they dominate. And they win by 28 points. Whew. Nice. I mean, they, I could see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think Ohio State is that much better than Notre Dame. Like, as we said earlier, they have a really good offense. Their defense was, terrible last year i mean i would think that they would make some kind of improvement <laughs> from that but i'm just i'm not buying notre dame so yeah give me give me ohio state at home in columbus give me the points i'll take it mm-hmm. um so that's it that's the show calvin appreciate you coming on i appreciate y'all having me any final thoughts before we sign off? My final thought is that I hope EA, I hope no bad things happen to EA. I hope EA burns the ground. <laughs> now, now just look at him and be like, how does it feel? How does it feel? I uh, hope you're going to cut that. <laughs> I might. <laughs> need to talk to the sound engineer about editing. <laughs> All right. Well, good times. This is going to be an interesting week. That's all I will say about that. Um, but I'm hoping to see a couple of upsets. I'd I'd like to see somebody like Mercer beat Auburn. <laughs> uh, and I know Wes probably would too, since he's married I'm, to Auburn fan. I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, be funny. College football is back. Yes, sir. It is back. I'm happy. We're all happy. Happy, happy, happy. But anyway, um, 
Till next time, brothers, remember to let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we'll see you in time. Thank you.